Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. I am so thrilled on this episode to have a dear friend, a new friend, a person that I think is going to be a huge fucking star. And I don't know if you know this, but I see star potential in a lot of people. You know, the lady who works at Trader Joe's, she's going to fucking be somebody one day. But I found this young gentleman on TikTok uh, a year ago, and this makes me sound very fucking creepy. And I, I sent him a message. I said, you're going to fucking make it. And then we became fast friends and he has new music coming out in the country music scene. And I just love to share people that I love with the world. He's funnier than shit. He's my new friend and he's going to be a huge fucking deal. So you better download his music and get on the train now because once that train leaves the station, we don't have enough room for the fucking entourage. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. This is a joy and a pleasure. The one, the only, Logan Crosby. I just love you so much. I love you, I love honey. You. Hey, cheers. My cheers. Aunt Heather. Hi, honey. There you go. Aunt Heather. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. We're drinking so a French good. sparkling. Mm. You know what I mean? It's the finest things for my little country baby. How are you, Logan? I'm great. Great. I'm great. I need to go to France now. Get some more sparkling. <laughs> you need to. Do, you yeah. know what? I feel like you should treat yourself. We should take you on a little French trip. What's I'd the, love to go. What's the farthest place abroad you've ever been? If you say Myrtle Beach, I'll fucking <laughs> kick you in the teeth. <laughs> Where you been, honey? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Oh, okay. You mission did, trip. Mission you know, trip. Because that's what us Baptists do. I went on a mission trip to Cozumel, and the kids that we were supposed to be helping were so fucking mean. Really? To me. Yeah, mm. I, I, I have a lot of trauma from mission trips. It was like a, it was one of those, like, it was a, I went to like a school where like, we were, it was like a, it wasn't a Christian school, but it was right. Christian values is right. what they said. Even mm. though the police chief's like daughter was doing a jewel in the bathroom or something. I was like, I don't really know how Christ-like that is. But I'll tell you what, I think it's pretty Christ-like. I mean, if the police <laughs> chief's daughter is hitting the jewel. She's in the bathroom? In the bathroom, yeah. That's about as close to Christ as you can get. 
Honestly. Anyways, but we went and it was it was like a we'd go play soccer in the street with these kids and be like, Hey, you want a t shirt? You know yeah. what I mean? They called it a mission <laughs> trip and it was a I was a junior in high school. Anyways. All right, carry on. We don't want to talk about that no more. Listen, I went down to Cosmel and these kids were like Fuck you. We know how this goes. The white woman comes in. She pretends like she's giving back. All we want is $100 cash and beat it, bitch. And get the fuck we don't out want a Christmas here. card unless there's cold hard cash in it. And I, you know what? Mad respect to those kids. Say. I mean, I'm the same way, though. I too. am too. I have an aunt that'll come around and I'm like, yeah. you fucking gonna give me money or you gonna get out of my house? You know? <laughs> you gonna give me that's new merch. New merch. New alert. merch. You gonna give me money or you get the fuck out of my house? Hold on, Tina. Can you throw me in that? I'm gonna need to wear my Logan Crosby merch. Yeah, oh, my hat. Go. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's drunk, which is also a single from the one and only Logan Crosby. But it's That's true. Everybody's hat. drunk. Mm -hmm. Everybody's drunk. When it, when are you not? I'm always. Yeah. Well, I'm always hungover. I feel like I'm hungover a lot. Can I tell you? It just gets worse. Mm. You're how old? 23? 22. 22. I got to be honest with you. I did should have checked your ID before we became friends because this already feels like <laughs> you're too young to be in my orbit. No. 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 No, no, we're no, good. No, we're good. Not okay. at all. You are legal. No, I'm legal. Okay. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm legal. <laughs> God. But no, I seriously, I don't think okay. I got, I don't think I got sober from Radio City until probably that Friday. We need to backtrack that. We need, first of all, Logan, the fact that you came up to Radio City to support me, I need you to know that I'm going to be front row, tits out at the CMA <laughs> Awards when you were ready. Hell yeah. I'm going to be there. If you play the Grand Old Opry, I'm going to be tits out. Tits out. And everyone's going to go, ma'am. Those are the tits that we need to be out. And I'm going to say, say hey, that's she, for my nephew. I'm going to be like, hey, she's got a pass on. Don't fucking touch her. She's don't. got an all. She's got an all access. Shut the fuck up. She got an all access. If she wants to take her tits out, let her do it. And they'll say we couldn't see the all access because it was in between the tits, and they were so long on top of it. They, you know, it got stuck. The all access pass I got. I stuck. can't do anything about that. Yeah. I'll just, I can give you the pass. What you want to okay. do with it? That's that's <laughs> for you. That's for you. Okay, I love that. But you came up and supported me. I did. And we showed you what 48 hours in New York City was mm. like. I'd done 20, well, no, I'd done 16 with one of my friends. And he. Mm -hmm. we went up to see the Jonas Brothers. And oh, my God. Amazing. Goodness. And it was the Wednesday before St. Patrick's Day. Oh, so shit. Then Irish car bombs that entered my body was yeah. not, it wasn't okay. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. And then on the way home, I sat down on the plane, and I was sitting next to my business manager. Yeah. Like, sat down. She was in New York for a show. Uh -huh. And I was like... I just looked at her and said, I'm sorry. I was like, whatever. <laughs> just, she was like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And then it was funny because then yeah. we went, you know, we, do we want to recap it? I mean, we, just, we could do whatever oh you God. want. Yeah. I got in, my plane left Nashville at 5.45 in the morning. Okay. So I landed at nine o'clock. Uh -huh. And as soon as I got to the hotel, somebody handed me a white wine and an yeah. Adderall. And an Adderall. And that's kind of how our group rolls. And I'll be honest with you. You said this to my face. You said, Heather, I can't keep up with these women mm -hmm. because women in your 30s, all y'all do is take white wines and the Adderalls. Mm -hmm. And that is honestly the absolute most accurate thing anybody has ever said. Because we can't do the cocaines anymore. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? My, I just get the, the runs. I get too anxious. But the Adderall, if it comes out of a pill bottle, when you get into your 30s, you're young now. You'll mm -hmm. do loose stuff in just a plastic baggie. You know what I mean? You're like, live on the edge. But when you get into your 30s, mm -hmm. you'll still do the same amount of drugs, but as long as it comes out of a prescription bottle, you're like, you're like, good. Fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, no, there was a lot. There was a lot of white wine drink. I mean, the amount that we had at lunch. Mm -hmm. And I was like running on fumes at that point. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to go back and take a nap. Oh, yeah. we didn't get a fuck take a nap. No. I went with Jeff and smoked cigars. Uh, yeah, you did. You went to a cigar club. I went club. to a cigar club, and then we went to Shucked. 
Yeah. Which was awesome. You saw a musical. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to cry. I was like, this is great. And drank a bunch of Aperol spritzes out of a out of a souvenir cup. <laughs> I am then, so proud that we gave you a real New York experience. Oh, y'all did. And then we got up the next morning and had room service. Mm-hmm. We literally called and we're like, we need a side of bacon, <laughs> four Diet Cokes, yep. and a bottle of champagne. And the guy came upstairs and he was like, I don't even fucking know. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't, you're not supposed to ask questions. That's not what you're here to do. Yeah. I'm going to tip you a 20 and you're just going to walk away and not tell anybody. I don't, I don't remember what else we did in that day. I mean, I remember obviously it was Radio City. Yeah. And then I was fighting for my life for two hours on stage and had the time of my life. You were not fighting for your life. It was, it was amazing. It was great. But it was, I, can I tell you, I've, and I know you're going to have this moment one day in your career. I keep waking up and I literally looked at my, I looked at Jeff this morning and I go, is it, did that happen? Did it already happen? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, now that I've done it, I'm like, oh, I could do that a thousand more times. But I think the emotional and like mental buildup and the amount of pressure that everybody else was like, are you nervous? Are you nervous? And like, if I'm one more fucking person asks you, am I nervous? Yeah, I'm fucking nervous. But then I think like, I, I literally keep having these dreams like it hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet. So I keep asking Jeff, he's like, are you good? Like, why do you keep asking me this? I'm like, because I can't believe that it happened. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, let's go. Round two. I'm ready. Right, let's, I got let's new material. Let's, yeah, roll. Yeah. let's roll. Let's, let's roll. Like, let's sell this bitch out next week. Let's come do on, it. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I'd come if you sold it out next week. But you like come in your pants? No, or you just come to not the show? that. Okay. To the show, probably <laughs> to the show. But I wouldn't. What. I would not. I would not drink. I'd be like. I would like a water. Yeah. I'd like a water and a diet coke. We did have a very raging party at the Pebble afterwards. Bar afterwards. Um, I we, bought a whole bottle of champagne and just popped that bitch. Why? There was an open bar. Well, no, no, no. The open bar closed at 12. Did it? Yeah. Oh, shit. On the third floor. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, it closed. Okay, because it closed because it went over $25,000. That's why. That's why. And I was like, I want a bottle of champagne. Yeah. The guy was like, why? I'm like, fucking give me the bottle of champagne. <laughs> and then I handed him my business credit card. And I'm like, business expense. I'm with my friend, Heather. She's a professional. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's how that's going to go. And just so you know. And then my business manager was like, what the fuck did you do? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know. You figure it out. But I like that your business manager always says, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're great. I mean, I thought I was going to, they were going to just rip me in there one day. Oh, that's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And I like that. You need somebody who's going to say, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. You don't need too many yes people in your life. You also don't need no people in your life. People are like, oh, you need somebody to say no. No, you don't. You need somebody who goes, we're going to figure it out. Exactly. We're going to figure it out. Because you know what? Sometimes you need to say yes. Sometimes you need to say no. And sometimes you just need to figure it the fuck out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. We love succeeding. Listen, whether you're starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all in your own terms. Okay, I've always loved it, all right? I've always loved Squarespace. Why? Because I use it personally, all right? I don't need to sell you a bunch of bullshit because you know what? I actually use Squarespace. I run my website through Squarespace for my tour, for everything. I sell my merch on there. I do it all in one space, and that's the Squarespace. Listen, what's great is they have an asset library, so you can upload, organize, and access all your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all your files from one central hub and then use them across the Squarespace platform. It makes it so much easier. Y'all know how hard it is to upload freaking assets. Now you just put it all in one place. And then when you want to put it on your website, you click. Easy. We love it. Listen, you can also do custom merch. Say you easily want to sell custom merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Well, you can do it all there on Squarespace. They have an online store to sell your products. They have flexible website templates. All right. Use one of their professional website templates with designs from every category 
Just make it easy. Just use their templates. Make it freaking easy. They have a video collection. You can do email campaigns. They have a fluid engine and they have a point of sale, which is great. So say you're out and about, you're at the shows, you want to sell your merch, you want to do it through your Squarespace website. Well, you can use a Square Reader to add to the app and you can keep your orders, inventory and customer data in sync with their online store. Listen, all you got to do is head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, it's a tit. You're going to love it. Thanks for listening. Now let's get to the podcast. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely a figure it out. I mean, the money's somewhere. We just got to go find it. Right. You know and it I mean? may be, it may be, you know, me putting my butthole on the internet. <laughs> For an hour or two. I definitely, I was, I was fine. You know, like you'll get one of those, you know, messages on Instagram. It's like, yeah. hey, you know, from some weird, you know, woman from, I don't know, Germany probably. And right. she was like, hey. From Johns Creek, Georgia. Yeah, it John, was my mom. Yeah, it was your own. <laughs> like, hey, I'll pay you. If you send me a picture of your feet, I'll pay you $500. Yeah. And I was just, I was going back through my DMs like, yeah. I know I fucking saw one last week. Right. And you I were like, like, I got to pay for this plane ticket like, to I New need York. To fucking, I'm about to say, I need you to fucking help me. But Can I be honest with you? I think it's, I'm so pro show your feet. It, like if somebody's gonna pay me cash just to look at my like swollen ankles, great, sure. I've never understood like people like that's weird. I mean, it is weird, but it's like it's, it's your feet. You can't see nobody's face. Yeah, I I, I think there's no kink shame in it either. Mm -hmm. Although no, actually there is a kink shame in it. I don't understand how people can sexualize feet. I, I, I yeah, don't that's get weird it. to me. It's not my thing. But listen, if it's your thing and you like to suck on toes, you do you. Yeah, I don't do feet sex. I don't do feet sex either. It'd be a little weird. I've never stuck my feet in anything but no. sandals. <laughs> Sandals and cowboy boots, and I'm good. Yeah. I'm like, hey, that's it. That's the name of your next hit. Sandals and cowboy boots. You want to write it with me? Can I tell you? I'm actually so good at lyrics, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because I do comedy, I always know how to find the bit. You know, yeah. I'm always going to find the punchline. I'm always going to figure it out. You're going to find it the back. hook. I'm going to find the hook. the hook. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. The arc. The hook. The yeah. What's the hardest I mean, part about writing a song for you? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you just run out of ideas. Yeah. And it's like for me, you know, like the project we're about to put out, it was like yeah. I, when we came back into town in January, it was every day I was writing for this project. And I'm like, right. I want to write this, I want to write this. And it was like, we have these songs, but I need this song. And so that's what we did for four months. And then right. we got all of them. And then after that, like, we worked on it. I went on tour. And then there's just days I get up and I go, I don't fucking have an idea. Like, I don't have anything. Like, I don't. It's like you go to the writing room and I'm like, you better have an idea because I have nothing. Like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. You know? Well, it's like writing jokes. There are days where it's like, yeah. okay, I'm staring at a thing, a jar of peanut butter. I'm like, what's funny about peanut butter? Yeah. Choking, choking. That's kind of funny. And then I just go on like a weird like spider web of like loose ideas. And about then the next, choking. And then yeah. the next thing you know, I'm doing a joke about, you know, I don't know. Bad sex. Bad sex. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I, mean, but I don't know. It's just some days you just get up and you're like, there's nothing. Like, yeah. I have, and I mean, for me, I like, I write shit. You know, whenever something happens, I'm, uh -huh. like, I'm gonna write about it the next yeah. day. Like some shit goes on. Hell yeah! But it's like then there's just days I'm just like, I, there's nothing to talk about. Like I haven't been in a relationship. I can't talk about a relationship. <laughs> then the person I write with, they're like, let's write about a truck. Yeah. And I'm like, mine's fucking ain't got no gas in it, and the fucking check engine lights on. What you want to write about? Fucking broke that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. They do. It's like, that's what it. is what is the formula for a perfect country song? Because I feel like I heard something was something like you know it's like. I didn't pay my taxes and her daddy hates me. What is that perfect, like the three things that you need? Because in a joke, right, there's a yeah, certain- what's a joke? What? What's in a joke? What do you need in a joke? Well, like in a joke, you need 
Well, everything's in threes too, right? So you do uh-huh. everything in threes. So if you're giving examples of something, the third thing is that it, it, it's you, you basically when you get to a punchline, it's what somebody doesn't expect, right? Yes. So it's bringing them in, bringing them in, bringing them in. Mm-hmm. Twist. Got them. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what the song because it depends. Like you have some like old songs. I mean, and it's just kind of like one of those. It'll hit you out of nowhere, kind of like that. Yeah. Then there's songs you just know from. I mean, from the start. Yeah. Know, from the first line, what it's going to be about. I don't know. I mean, because country music's definitely evolved, and right now I don't think just it's with hot, music dude. nowadays. It's hot, and I'm not saying that country music wasn't, but it is so funny to me. All my Yankee friends, mm-hmm. all my friends up north, listen to far more country music than yeah. any of my friends down south. That's what I'm saying. I it's mean, like, wild. like Luke these Combs. kids from New Jersey, yeah, lose their. Fucking yeah. mind. I mean, Luke Combs going and selling out what? What's, where do the Patriots play? In New, whatever stadium that uh, is? Gillette. Gillette Stadium, two nights in a row. I mean, Crazy. just like that. I mean, it's great. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. There's, I don't think there's any rules, but I mean, you could write about girls. Yeah. Trucks. Feet. Beer. But you could Sandals pop, maybe, and boots. What, what was sand it? In, there's sand in my boots. Sand, sand in my boots. There's, I mean, that's about boots and feet. That's about boots and feet. And sand. And then it could be, she was face down ass up in Panama City getting burned as fuck. See, I'm already that's already a That's already a good, that's a good fucking, that's, that's a, a good opener. It's great. She was face down. I know down some people we could pitch that to. Um, yeah, it, it's America. They're America. listening. America's listening and they want it. I'm serious though. I could do some funny country music. We could I, we could well, write some Danae's funny songs. Doing. Danae's who we love. Who is great. Shout out to Danae. Yeah, shout out. Love her. Love I her. met her at your show in Nashville. I'm like, yeah. I just love you. You're the best. She has a new song called Road Hard. Road Hard. Road Hard. Mm-hmm. And put up wet. I mean, it's great. Yeah. I listen to it. I'm like, and that's great. I mean, yeah. it's comical. Uh, kind of like everybody's drunk. Everybody's drunk. I mean, some of the lines in there just, I couldn't believe I got away with them. But you know? the line about, is it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is it the line where it says like, Tried Elts doing Copenhagen. Tried Elts trying Copenhagen. Tried Elts trying Copenhagen. Because everybody knows. You went to University of Georgia. Yes. Everybody knows Tried Elts who's trying fucking dip. Yep. And she's going to barf. We are like, yeah. hey, Crystal, you can't and I've handle it. I have a video of, of one of my dear friends who's a Tried Elts doing it. And I'm yeah. like, boom, put it in the song. Yeah. Great. I love that. It was great. I'm like, I did that. Like, life imitates that. art. Art Im- imitates life. It's all, you find inspiration all around you. Um, Somebody's hitting on a cougar. Oh, I'm a big fan of cougar. I'm into older women. I know women. you like older women. Let's let's break that down, Logan. No, is that why you enjoy? Cheers. cheers. Is that why you enjoy the ladies of PKP? Even though there's there's been very safe flirting there, but I feel like you like. I'm into older women. Like that's yeah. I don't know why. It's funny though because my manager, she was like, the first time I met you, I could tell you're into older women. I'm like, how the fuck could you tell that? And what is but it I mean, about an older woman? I don't know. Confidence. Confidence. Maybe some of them a little bit more money than yeah. me. It's just it's always yeah. fucking great. Wow, yeah. I don't know. You know, I feel like I'm mature to be 22. Kind of mature to be You're 22. You're very mature to be 22. So I need somebody a little bit older. You do. I don't know. And can I be honest with you? That is a very good quality. And that shows that you're just kind of a worldly guy and you get it. My dad, my mom was an original cougar. My mom was mm. 11 years older than my late father. Mm. So when they got married, my mom was like 37 and my dad was literally, what, 24? Five, I would. I would. I've 26? been on the last date I went on was with somebody that was in their thirties. Yeah, I mean, this is great. Listen, and no hate, awesome. no shade to the younger gals. Yeah, no, I love y'all too. We love but y'all. If too. y'all got a mama that's divorced and your dad's nice and he fucking had a lot of money, call us. You just text me. You text that Logan. What's the? What kind of fans do you get? Because I know that you're on tour right now. Who are you on tour with again? Megan Maroney. Right, who's incredible. She's yes. got the number one hit right now. That's yes. Texas Orange, Tennessee Orange. Tennessee sorry. Orange. Two weeks ago, number one. Yeah. Amazing. And I saw She's you great. guys play in Atlanta and the show was incredible. Mm-hmm. 
And, but I mean, it's gotta be interesting being on the road and being such a good looking young guy. And like, you came also up through social media. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really respected what you were doing. Mm. A, you're funny and your music's incredible. And I came up through social yep. media. Like that was my vehicle, my, the way that I shared my shit, my comedy. So I kind of like saw, and I don't want to say like a little bit of myself in you, but I did. I was like, you're, you got it. Like you just fucking figured out the formula and you yep. had it. And seeing these girls at these shows, just like be enamored with you. It just, it, it made me tangle. I was like, no. y'all, I'm just on the part of the entourage. I'm just You're his like, aunt. That's and I my fucking, fucking love it. nephew that's right there. Nephew. It's like, hell yeah. And I'll take all y'all's numbers right now. Put them in a fishbowl. Put them in a fishbowl. We'll pick one out. Yeah. I don't know because it was, I started playing shows like when my stuff started happening on TikTok. I was mm -hmm. like, I went to Guitar Center and just got, I mean, a bunch of amps and cables right. and shit started playing. So I mean, but I was playing college markets. Right. It was like college, but it was a bunch of college girls, which is great. Right. Which I love. And it's still a lot of college girls. Because, I mean, that's what Megan, she was a big, she was a KD at Georgia. Oh, hell Everybody yeah. was like, okay, we love this. And so, I mean, but also it's their moms. But it's a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Last night, when we were playing in Chattanooga, I was on the stage and I was about to play a song about that I wrote about getting married. Yeah. I fucking have no idea about that <laughs> shit. I, and I wrote it when I was 20. I was like, the fuck? Why, what did I know? And I looked at this couple and, I was, and they're like, you know, we're married. I was like, sir, what do you do? Because uh -huh. I'm a plumber. I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah. I got this. And uh -huh. then I was like, what does your wife do? And she said, I work at Hooters. Oh. I didn't even fucking know what to say. And all I could say was, I'm like, this is the American dream. And what you say when in that When they sat down and, and signed that shit uh -huh. that we're about to celebrate <laughs> next week, they said, we want those motherfuckers working at Hooters and being a plumber. I'm like, this is great. Did you have sex with both of them no, after that? I did not have sex with Because I'm going to tell you right now, the perfect trifecta would be Logan, mm -mm. Plumber, I didn't, do, I didn't do sex. Okay. No. Sometimes sex is, doing sex is a lot. Mm. I get it. It's exhausting. I don't and know if I would do it with the craft. A... You're focusing on the craft right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. But okay. no, that was, that was great. I'm like, this is the American dream. Truly, this is the American dream. Now, when, how did you know, like, when did you get into music? It was an accident. When yeah. I started posting stuff on TikTok and people are like, this is good. And I'm like, okay. And then it's like, you know, you go out and you buy all this shit at Guitar Center and you start playing these bars. They're like, we'll pay you $300 and give you free beer. And I'm like, oh, this is fuck. As a 20-year-old <laughs> in college, I'm like, fuck it. Sign me up. I'm Hell there. Yeah. I'm live. Were you play did you ever play Boar's Head? No, I didn't do. I never did Boar's Head. Which is an iconic bar mm -hmm. in, Athens, in Athens, Georgia, Georgia, where you go at like 4 a.m. To when just get that last beer. Get that last beer. Just because you think you need it. Do they sell hot dogs there? No. God. They used to do hot dogs they've back got, in my day. All they've got is uh. There's a place, it's like Calzone place. It says I'm until four o'clock, which is fine. But it's like, I don't know if I want a Calzone at Can I tell you what I don't want? 2.30 in the morning. I'm Italian. I don't want a Calzone no. at 2.30 in the morning. Little you're Italy. Be Little Italy. Yeah. You're going to be burping all night. So give me a hot dog. Those street hot dogs in New York are that, fucking different. Yes, they're different because they're not meat. That You were eating ratatouilles. Who fed you a street dog? I went and bought one. I was hungry. No, Logan. Boo-boo. We took you to lunch at Balthazar and you needed a street dog. I mean, but we at three in the morning, we were yeah. stumbling back from Times Square. I don't yeah. know even where we went. How were your intestines the next day? Not well. Yeah. So I needed a Diet Coke. I was like, okay, somebody needs to help me. Yeah. What is your go-to uh, hangover recipe cure? Mm. Peanut M&M's Diet Coke. Mm. And then there's a place I can walk to from my house mm -hmm. in Nashville. It's called Brown's Diner. Okay. And I mean, just a big ass damn hamburger and some yeah. fries and a beer. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know the what? woman that works, she'll lean across the... Uh-huh. She'll do like this, and she'll just talk to me while I'm eating, which is kind of weird, but it's kind of comforting, to be honest with you. And that's she's what, older, so that's great for so me. So I think that's what it is. And I most times she comps my touch. She's like, I ain't going to make you pay for this. And I was like, I'll kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> I'm going to kiss you on the mouth and write you a song. What's her name? I don't I'm I feel like it's that. Darlene. 
Um, Darling at the diner. We gotta write meals. a we gotta write a record together. Here's the thing. I think we could not only write a funny album, but I think I could actually surprise people and come up with some fire, like heartfelt lyrics. Mm, make somebody cry. Oh. I mean that like Darlene at the Diner. Don't fucking think that wasn't a damn hit in the nineties. That would have been a twelve week number one on country. A little radio. bit like fancy adjacent, like Reba McIntyre fancy adjacent. Fancy we adjacent. find out Darlene at the Diner, you know, her husband hits her mm. and she's, you know, supporting the kids. All she wants to do is own a bookshop or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's maybe illiterate. That's it. Darlene <laughs> can't read, but she wants to know how to read. But she wants to own a bookshop because that's her dream. And so eventually she leaves an <laughs> abusive husband yep. and she teaches herself how to read and she takes her like little sister who's also- And then she goes to law school. She goes to law and school. And then she sues that motherfucker. Darling at the diner. I feel like we could do this for a living. <laughs> we could. I, feel like I think we, you do I feel do like it for we a living. May. Do we write things for a living? Is that what they say? Is that the rumor? That is a rumor. That is a rumor. I love that. Okay. Well, look at us. See, once you get that, see, once I get a spark, I can just riff. We could just go. We could just go. So when you started putting stuff on TikTok, Uh like you started putting shit up and then people are inviting you to do shows and like, Mm -hmm. dude, you're very talented. Because the first song that I ever saw you perform was one of my favorite country songs of all time from Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. And it just- Um, Well, I don't- Oh, sorry. Oh, Dean Dillon. Dean Dillon. Dean Dillon wrote it and then- couple folks cut it and then he did his version his which version. is insane which kind of became like which is like yeah kind of like and it was on country radio and it's his biggest hit and it was like that's his thing when you did a, a version of it and you mm-hmm. sang it on tiktok it popped up on my for you page and i literally i was sitting in bed and i had one tear coming down my eyes and i literally was like can you see whiskey and i couldn't handle it and i think that's the day that i was like dude this is fire yeah like, you yeah you messaged <laughs> What did I say? And I was, Good I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I don't remember, but I remember when it came through, mm-hmm. I sh- I was sitting at my friend's apartment and mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I was like, who is this? Yeah. And they were like, that's fucking Heather. Yeah. Like they lost their shit. Good. Massive fans. Tri-Delts at Georgia. Massive fans. Shout out to those tri You know dogs. how mad they were? Uh, they were pissed at me whenever I went to New York and watched. I was like, what the fuck do y'all want me to do? Fucking bring y'all? Yeah. They're like, yeah. I'm like, well, fucking, I'm not going to do that. I was like, y'all can go see or wherever. And y'all y'all can, pay for the ticket. I was like, y'all go get a ticket mm-hmm. and y'all go get some fucking merch. It's wild to me how many people, and you'll get people like this, who are literally like, I want to come to a show. And I go, okay. And they're like, like they're expecting me to be they like, just like I'm smile you, at you afterwards. And, yeah, like I'm going to yeah. just give you free tickets. And I'm like, I, you're not kin. I'm sorry. If you're not my you're not my kin. aunt who shows up and, you know. I've got a couple of aunts. I don't even know if I'd let them come to a show. Really? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, <laughs> we won't, we don't have to bring up the family trauma. There's it's layered, it's layered, and it'll eventually it come out in your career. But it's, it's it's fine. Now I really believe in this thing, Logan. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I believe in this thing of kind of like a verbal oral manifestation, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not, you know, I've been I've been seeing some shit on the internet. I'm not giving any woo woo power to any like evil entity. I'm saying like this yeah, is no. what I know that God gave me a gift to make people giggle. So how do I? Put out into the universe, like, okay, God, this is what I'm expecting mm-hmm. of myself and you. This is like our little contract with each other. What would be like on your vision board? You know, oh, God shit. gave you a gift to sing and bring the spirit of the Lord to mm-hmm. the people. Okay. Whether you're singing about darling at the diner. Or everybody t- being drunk. Whatever that, it is. Everybody being drunk. That's going to touch somebody. Mm-hmm. It's going to make somebody's day. Take mm-hmm. them out of their bullshit. Yes. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what entertainment is. Mm-hmm. What is like on your, like, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, what is like the dream for a country I music mean, star? I don't know. I mean, it depends because sometimes it happens overnight, and then yeah. it's like boom. I mean, obviously, to be playing bigger rooms than I am now, headlining stuff, have yeah. you know two or three records out, have some hits on the radio, that'd mm-hmm. be great. But my my career goal 
is to be an EGOT. Like, seriously, that is my career goal. Fuck I mean, yeah. that is it. It's everybody's. I think it's everybody's. But I was like, everybody's like, oh, you're country music. You got to stay like in the music yeah. lane. And I will. But I'm like, hey, I was on TV and that shit was fun and I want to do it again. Oh, yeah. T- remind us about you did a reality I show, was right? On a reality television program. Okay. And what, what Claim to Fame? Claim to Fame. On ABC. And what is your claim to fame? Claim to fame is I am second cousins to Jason Aldean. Okay. Who is a country music superstar, obviously. Right. Yes. And so on this show, mm-hmm. how did you get lured into doing this show in the first place? I didn't want to go to school anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> they called yeah. his sister and they're like, do you want to be on the show? And she's like, no. Nah. Yeah. Because you know, I have kids and I have a job and shit, but we have a baby cousin. And they called me. And I thought it was bullshit when they called me. This is a joke. And you were face down, ass up in Panama City. Like, and you're like, let's go. Face down, ass up on the sidewalk in Athens. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, but then I called them back and they were like, I mean, they were like, you're good. You're on the show. You're doing it. And I was like, oh, shit. So I just went and did when it. When did you do the show? Uh, I can't talk about that. I signed the NDA. Oh. But it came out in 2022. Oh, okay. Yes. But that's what, but so it's out. It's, yeah, it's, it's out. It's okay. done. It's okay. on Hulu now. It's streaming on Hulu. It was, it came on right after The Bachelorette. And, the summer of last year, which was great. And then the second season just came out the other day. Okay. On ABC. And it's before the Bachelorette this year. Oh. That's right. Two point four million viewers Hell on the first yeah. episode, which was great. So do you we think- never broke two, which so- that was our goal to break two. And we got like one point nine three. I'm like, fuck off. We're but real close. You're gonna have your own show, so that's all you need to worry about. I hope this so. was the claim to fame. This was your step up, but yeah. that was your ten minutes, but you're about to have a whole lifetime. So um, we can't I was put- claiming my fame. You were claiming and we're your gonna fame. keep fucking rolling. You speak it into existence. Yeah. We're claiming the fame. So you did that, and that obviously gave you a big audience yes. for people to see, like, all right, this kid's actually really talented. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have to, like, perform on the I show? I performed on the first episode. Didn't have to. Right. But we had, like, a talent show, but I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And it was one of those things, like, it was one of those shows where if you wanted to leverage it to, yeah. like, kind of catapult you into, you know, whatever that is or get you to the next level, you could. Okay. That's what I did. So I'm like, I went and performed a song on there. I put the song out the same week that the— you know, show came out, Smart. so people could go find it. I got an agent out of it. I signed with UTA. I got yeah. a manager, got, you know, business management, all this different stuff. Right. Which is great. But, I mean, it doesn't make you, you know, a superstar. Right. But, it's a, but then if you, there was one of the girls that was on the show. She, I mean, she was private. She stayed private on Instagram, and then she went back to selling books in a bookstore in, Cal, in uh, Colorado. She Darlene? Said, this is great. Was it Darlene? No, her name was Lark. Lark. Larkspur, like the wine and the flower. And her what name, was her talent? Well, I don't. Well, she played the violin, but she was related to. <laughs> she was related to Cindy Crawford. <laughs> don't spit. I'm sorry. Water. I don't know why Lark, who plays the violin, but okay. So you and she was a rower at the University of Washington. So you didn't have to have a talent going on this. No, no, show. no. You didn't have to have any. No, no it was just. It that was just you had to be. Related. Your third cousin could be Kamala Harris, literally, okay. and they'd be like, "Great, okay." And you could get up there and recite the Constitution, yeah, word yeah, for word, exactly. or you could fucking get up there and play harmonica. They wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> you could light a cigarette with your yeah. asshole, and yeah. as long as you can do something, okay. Honestly, yeah. hell yeah. But then I just played. I mean, I played a song that I'd written, and like uh-huh. I said, that's kind of what got me into you know. Everybody in Nashville's like, "Oh, there's this kid on the show that's related to Jason Aldean," and then that's kind of what happened. Like I said, I got, I mean, the biggest thing that I got from it was getting an agent and being able to go on tour and all that different stuff. But it's interesting because you're like paving your own way. And I feel like, you know, your cousin does his thing, but you're totally different. Oh, yeah. And you have your own voice and your own and your own thoughts and all that. And I think it's cool. I think it's cool for you to say, like, because, you know, we, you said to me one night, candidly, when we were having wine, you were like, no, I I don't want to rely on that. I got to like just focus on my shit. And that's good. 
I mean, listen, yeah, and they're and and yeah. he, they're great. I mean, he's yeah. been great, and he, I can call him, and be like, hey, I need some advice. Like, yeah. what are you, what do you think about deal? this? Yeah, and he'll be they're like, well, do this, feet do this. On, feet on the internet, yeah, feet on, you know, the internet. Yeah. And he's like, don't do that. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, you have small feet. Yeah. I'm like, there we go. <laughs> but anyways, but outside of that, you know, like I said, once the show got done, I kind of went and started putting out my own music and doing my own thing, and it's it's going great. Hell yeah! So now with the new new music that's coming out, I'm gonna mm. tell you this right now: is the whole EP called Twenty Three Days in LA? Yes. One of the singles is. Well, one of the songs. So the single came out this morning, actually, called "Run Away with You," which is one of my favorite songs it's great. ever. And then, thank you. I it's so that. good. I've that been blasting awesome. it all morning. I wrote that when I was in college. The one time, I guess I wasn't, you know, face down, ass up yeah. in the streets <laughs> of Athens. I was like, "Let me go write a song," and then I put it out. You know, it was the one night you had the calzone, and it just <laughs> coated the stomach in such a proper way that the next day you weren't too hungover, and yeah. you were like, "I'm, I'm gonna, gonna write, me I'm gonna write about running I'm away." I'm not gonna go to class and yeah. write a song. So, yeah. but how does it work? Because I always get confused with like, what is it, the difference between like a full record, an EP, an album? Like, there's so many different so variations. It's all, but like, so a single is obviously one song, right? And then I mean, a record is it's got to be you know over a certain amount of time. That's how okay. it goes. And then an EP is you know between, I don't even know the minutes of it, but it's like got under it. a certain amount of time is an EP. Got it. And then oh, a so record. it's like if you're doing a short. Yeah, I'm basically. I mean, so it's like my EP is five songs. 18 minutes, maybe, somewhere And then there. an EP could eventually turn into an album once you yeah, add you six songs. You can group everything together if you want okay. to, or you can keep it separate. Got it. You know, because if you put out five singles, and then you put out a sixth single, and it was, you know, and you turned it into an EP, you could do that. But for me, my EP tells this cool story, I feel like. So I'm like, I'm going to put all five songs on there at one time. And so what came out today? Just a single? Just a single. And then EP. are we going to slowly tease and trickle out the next mm -mm, songs? No, no, it's just the July 14th, the whole thing's out. Fuck yes. Yes, everything. Can I tell you, 23 Days in L.A., well, you played it for me. We were, oh, yeah. We'd had some on. Mm -hmm. And you sent me everything. And I've got other friends in the music biz who, shout out to Jay Hart, one of my dearest, oldest friends. So for me, the creative process of sitting in a room with an artist and listening to the song and just being like, yo, what do you think, right? And I mean, I was fucking in tears. I was like, this is the storytelling, the music, your voice, all of it. And I'm not just bl blowing smoke up your ass, but I was just like, this is so creative and so smart. And those are my favorite moments. Like anytime my buddy James wants to play a new song for me, I'm like, I'm literally like just weeping and nodding. And I'm like, I'm fucking into it, but it's so good, dude. It's so good. Thank you. I appreciate it, is. it. And what was the inspiration behind that particular story. You know, story. a bad girl. Yeah, yeah. a bad girl. A, a bad girl. Darlene. Ah, not Darlene. Okay. It was funny, though, because somebody asked me the other day in an interview, they're like, do you think she's going to know? I was like, yeah. no, there's no way. And then she, she knew. Can I tell you? I was like, fuck. I dated this really shitty guy in college, and I do jokes about him all mm -hmm. the time. He fucking knows. Well, I was like, going to be like, oh, well, like, I was trying knows. to make me like, well, maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. Yeah, oh, they no, know. She, no, she, she, mm -hmm. I got the text message. Hey. Yeah. I was like, Fuck. Like, what the fuck do you even say? You said, and I was just like, Hope you're well. Oh. Here's a photo of my feet. <laughs> Hope you're well. Hope you're well. Hope you're well. Have a glass of wine. What does your business manager say again? We'll, we'll figure it out. out. We'll just figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. out. We'll, we'll figure it out. out. Yeah, no. I mean, but it was it was about a girl that I dated in, well, kind of dated in college, loosely dated in college. Isn't it bad too when you think you dated people and then you look back and well, you it had was like, weird because it's like you didn't, but it was like there was definitely a thing there. Right. You know what I mean? And then it was like, but it was like, I really like this girl. <laughs> But we're about to trauma dump on the podcast. Hey, do we have more? Do we have more sparkling? We do. We got more sparkling. Yeah. 
No, it was like. But like, how shitty would it have been if you were writing a specific song like that bitch named Lindsay, and then Lindsay co- I mean, reaches th- out with a restraining order, she's like, <laughs> Logan, I met you once in line at the Calzone stand, <laughs> don't and I don't don't bring my name into this. It's like, I, I don't met know you once. You you, get, you grab my phone, you put your number in my phone, and then you which put- I, she's like, I almost called the cops that yeah. line, and I probably fucking <laughs> should have. And you're like, God dang. We man. shared a ranch dressing that we dipped the calzone mm-hmm. in. That was it. And yeah. You're like, I felt more. It's like this wasn't bo- a delusional re- relationship no 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 okay. no no okay. no it wasn't delusional okay it was like a, i like this girl and yeah. she did not like me back <laughs> at all but but this is where it Sorry. turned no it's fine it's story okay. of my life you don't yeah. have to you don't have to you don't have to laugh though <laughs> <laughs> she she did not like me back and then it's like once like the music started happening and the tv show happened and all that stuff she yeah. was like oh hey and i'm like oh. let me see let me see your toes yeah did you ever Let me hear, see something. Did you ever hear that hit song, Let Me Smell Your Dick? No. Okay. Oh, That's boy. actually a song that we could remake into a country song. The lyrics I don't go, know if they, they wouldn't play it on country. They radio, would. They it? would. Because <laughs> the lyrics are, why you coming home, five in the moan, something's going wrong, let me smell your dick. And it's about a woman <laughs> catching her boyfriend cheating. cheating. Oh, yeah. And she just says, if I smell your dick, I'm going to know if you are out. So, yeah, because it was in a, another woman's. Yeah. Hot oh yeah, I mean I could. I could. You get it. You yeah, get it. <laughs> you just graduated I, I, college. I'm just trying to make yeah. sure. I did. I I had to take sex at ninth grade. Good for I you. Gotcha, you know. Anyways, but okay. no, that's what it was. That's what it was about. Like it was one of those things. I liked her. She didn't like me. And then you know the turntables turned. Yeah. Is that how the quote goes? The tables turn, not the, the turntables <laughs> turn, because the turntables are already turning because you're a DJ. You know what I mean? <laughs> the turntables are what a DJ uses. Correct. So I the, didn't know what it, I literally was writing the other day and, and I was writing with my producer and he said something. I was like, well, how the turntables? <laughs> kind of, I don't. So I forgot what the quote was. So thank you for clarifying. And, and how the turntables. And how the turntables. Yes. And he was just like, what the fuck did you, you know say? what? We're going to figure it out. It's all okay, I have again. a question. Yeah. Have you ever had anything thrown at you? That's happening a lot the past couple of days. So right? actually, I just talked about this on the TikTok. So I met Kelsey Ballerini on a flight. She's freaking mm. lovely. I saw that she Love had her. something thrown at her. She yep. got, you know, it was a bracelet. Or like something. what the fuck? What are we doing? BB Rexa got a phone a thrown phone. at her. Got her eye bro- oh, busted open. <laughs> her eye broke. Fucking poor Pink had somebody throw their their mother's ashes like a Ziploc bag full of fucking grandma. Like Wait, what the really? fuck are we doing? I didn't know that. Oh yeah, this just happened this past weekend. So I was actually doing a show in Ohio, in Columbus, and and my listeners know all about this, but I had a, there's a very famous, like, kind of like chocolate candy that um, people from Ohio. A Buckeye, you know. My grandma used to make them. Okay, great. With the chocolate and the peanut butter. but yeah. They're fucking Mm -hmm. great. And I asked some gals to bring me some Buckeyes. And I'm like, hey, did anybody bring me a Buckeye? Just doing a little crowd work. This woman took a handful of them, pelted me in the pussy. When I say hit me, the bullseye, the Buckeye hit my bullseye. I went down. It it took my breath. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it for a second. And security, this like older security guard, she must've been like 70, kind of looked at me and was like, do you need me to do something? I was like, I was like, Darlene, what are you going to do? You know what, what I mean? Gonna, what are you going to do? But yeah, I got pelted do? in the pussy with a, a Ohio Buckeye. Oh, shit. Ohio's a wild place, but one of my favorite states to perform in. I've never been to Ohio. It's I feel like people. I'm going, I'm thinking playing up there. So. I'm sure you are. At They're a county people. fair. I'm going to be like, somebody throw a Buckeye at me. Wait a minute. Can I be honest with you? A county fair is like my dream to oh, perform Oh, at. we played the Geneva River Festival. Where's in that? Geneva, Alabama, the lowest point in Alabama you can get. Now, lowest point, like emotionally, or well, just like well, like southern, <laughs> southern, the most southern point. And I mean, that was a night in itself. Have you ever heard of worm? <laughs> Have I heard of? <laughs> Have you ever heard of? I can't even fucking say it. Yeah, worm fiddling. 
worm <laughs> fiddling. Is this okay. where they molest really, worms? No. Who's diddling? Oh, okay. I'm about to start crying. Okay. This shit's so fucking funny. Okay. You basically take this, just some land. Uh, and here <laughs> we go. This is the most Alabama shit. You just take some land you and take, you fiddle some you worms. You take a patch of land okay. and you spray paint a hundred circles or however many players you have. Okay. okay? Wow, players. And they're just a hundred grids. Okay. Okay. And you drive a stake down into the ground. And, a wood stake, okay? Okay. And then what you do is you take like some piece of metal and you start going back and forth like you're fiddling okay. the piece of wood and it starts vibrating the ground and worms come up out of the ground. And whoever fucking, this is the rumor, this is okay. the myth, whoever catches the most worms from their grid becomes the governor of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, God bless America right there. God bless Alabama. Holy shit. But the fucking, I went, because we got there, the bus pulled up yep. at like, 7.30, and I mean, we didn't have to do loading or nothing. I wasn't even playing on the show. Megan just let me ride the bus, and I yeah. went out and played a song with her. And they were like, worm fiddling, 9 o'clock. That's all I saw on the fucking itinerary. I said, How? I don't know what the fuck it is, but I have to sit. And I, all I saw was that the funnel cake stand opened at 8.30. So I fucking, you know, I had a $5 bill. Well, there, take crisp, ready to go. You had ironed that ready, thing out. You're like, no one's fucking, even going to question this. before I left, I was like, I need a fucking, I have a Louis Vuitton wallet because, you know, I'm fucking bougie. Yeah, your new right? money. Your new yeah, money. New same, money. Yeah, same. New money. Yeah. And I fucking pulled out some more money. And I said, I fucking walked over there. I said, I need a fucking funnel cake and yeah. the largest lemonade you can give me. And I handed it. She tried to give it to me in a five-gallon bucket. I said, "Not that fucking big, Stacy. Yeah. I needed like a fucking." But also, Stacy, you can pass the rest to me. Forty-four ounce. Yeah. And I went over there and I watched these people worm fiddle. It was it was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, did anybody become mayor after that? Were you like, "Well, that's Bill. We knew." I mean, Bill was they were just. I, I don't. I don't. Fake I, news. I don't even. I kind of blacked out. Yeah. Whenever all of it happened. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, somebody the, won, but they would take them, put them in mason jars. I'm like, "What the fuck do you do with them?" We don't know. You blacked out, too, because you were in a diabetic coma from the large lemonade <laughs> that, and the funnel too. cake. Can I tell you, I fuck with a funnel cake. I fucking love I a damn. I love a, a fucking cake. fair. I love I a love fair. a fair. Fried Oreos, fuck me up. But all that shit was there at this at this fair, but I had to go watch that. But anyways, what was I fucking... Oh, we're talking about getting shit thrown at you. Yeah. Okay, well, Megan got a bracelet thrown at her. And here's the thing. I feel like with the bracelets, it's like a friendship bracelet. Like, it's a big thing yeah, in the Taylor sweet. Swift it's concerts sweet. right now. And I've had some girlies Megan's who got were, a lot. Yeah, and I, I've had some girlies who are big Swifty fans who've been bringing friendship bracelets to my shows, but they're not pelting them at my face. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because if they did, yeah, they pop. That one popped Kelsey in the face. It like, and it got her right in the eye. Right in the eye. And one of my best friends is on tour with her, Georgia Webster. She's one of my favorite people in town, and she was like, "That was crazy." Yeah, and they're just like, and she's got. They all have like, so Georgia's got all these bracelets, you know, too. And I'm like, do they just can they give it to you at the merch booth afterwards yeah. instead of fucking hitting? But yeah. you know what? I got thrown what. Shit. Couple worms. No, when I was in Roanoke, Virginia, mm. somebody threw Virginia. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> a sticky boob <laughs> at me. A sticky boob. Can I be honest with you though? If you're gonna throw something, great thing to throw. One, stick to you. Two, soft landing. It's not yeah. a hard object. Yeah. Where did it hit you? Please it tell didn't, me. It didn't hit me. It, it landed right in front. I thought a fucking chicken breast yeah. had fallen out of the sky. Can I tell I you? Said, what in the fuck is going on in Virginia? I one time shacked at a fraternity house, woke up the next day, threw on, you know, the Shacker t-shirt, like the, the SAE t-shirt, and I went to class, and I had one of my sticky boobs from the night before stuck on the back of my shirt, and I had no idea. And a lovely girl tapped me on the shoulder, and she goes, sweetheart, your sticky boobs on the back of this SAE t-shirt, and I go, God, it's good. I'm still <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, God, it's good. A sticky boob, that's great. And also, way to show, like, how we progress as a society, because mm -hmm. back in the day, Elvis got panties. 
You yeah. know what I mean? You're getting sticky boots. Yeah. You're gonna get titty tassels. Like when you get a like when you get a bra, like yeah. you get, I mean, you know what to do with that. But I was like, yeah. I really when it hit the ground, I was like, that's a fucking chicken <laughs> breast. <laughs> like, fucking, am I that bad that you're gonna start throwing chicken breast at me? Yeah. I don't want salmonella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And then I looked and it had a little flower on it, little flower for like where design. it covers the nipple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a nipple cover. And I that's was like, great. Oh. Did you look out into the audience and see who I it was? I didn't want to. You didn't want to. I didn't want to look or say anything. Yeah. Because I was my first thing. I was like, "Where's Where's the other one? Yeah. Like, did you keep it? Did yeah. you throw it? Did you bring an extra one? Did uh-huh. you find it on the back of your SAE T-shirt? Want to fucking get rid of it? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then we were playing out there, and I asked this guy in the crowd because I have that one song. If you ask me, like says about getting married, and I have to fucking say the same thing. I'm like, "Who in here's married?" And this guy's like, "I am." Right. I was like, "Are you having fun, brother?" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Where's she at?" He said, "I don't know." <laughs> And she and lit, guess what? They and still she, don't know. And she was like, "Yeah, I'm right here." Uh-huh. He was so fucked up. He, he didn't know he was beside her. I'm like, "This is." I'm telling you, I love this. A married couple at a country concert, greatest thing on the planet, fucking make you want to damn kiss a baby on the head. Now, is it because there's always a domestic afterwards, or is it because I, I, I think I they're either think making there love? I think it's more of that because somebody was like, "Hey, that couple last night that you talked to in Chattanooga that worked at Hooters and was a plumber." <laughs> they said we thought they were going to do it. In the back of the room. Fucking hot. I was like, to, to a Megan Moroney song? They're like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, well. Tennessee Orange. I was like, yeah. I mean. And see, that's why. That should make you feel so good about what you do. Because when people tell me and they leave my show and I've done, done an hour of dick jokes and they're like, you know what, Heather? I needed that laugh. I'm going through some hard shit. I needed to giggle. Then I walk away and I say, I did what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. My job was to make people laugh. Yep. If you're making people so horny that you're bringing, you know, maybe some marriages that have been on the rocks back together. Back together. That's beautiful. I mean, that's the That's power. a godly that's, thing that right is. there. That's, that's power. a godly thing. That's power. Well, make them laugh or whatever. But yeah, if you can bring a, a really bad Southern marriage back together, <laughs> oh God gives you, that gets you straight to heaven. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Do you have like a fast pass? You got a fast pass. A hundred percent. You got the Disney Vacation Club yeah. pass. God will just be like, what's up? What's up? Fucking go on. You had, you made sure that Rick and Tammy I, I stay together. This, we need to edit that out. I said, fucking what? go on. That's not what God would say. No, he is kidding. fine. We're not, God wouldn't drop the F-bomb. Probably, it, well. <laughs> I think God's going to come back and honestly say, I gave y'all a couple rules and y'all done fucked it up. I do think he would say, y'all done acted like a bunch of assholes. I do. I genuinely do. I think he's like, I wanted y'all to be nice to each other, love one another. And y'all and, aren't doing And y'all aren't doing and y'all aren't like, shit. I, I saw yeah. something on Facebook. Y'all I are stay, worm sifting or whatever the fuck you are. Worm fiddling. <laughs> it's like, I wanted y'all to fucking live together in peace with no clothes on and y'all are fucking fiddling for worms. And it's like, fuck, we're sorry, brother. We're sorry. We're sorry about it. Yeah, no, but I stay on Facebook. Like I, have a, I still keep a personal Facebook account. For what? So I can find like shit like that. Yeah. You know, like the worm fiddling contest. Or I was on there one time and I saw a girl and she said, I think God needs to come back and beat us with a wooden spoon. <laughs> I was and like, you know so, what? So that's why I gotta stay on Facebook. You do have to stay on Facebook. I can't because it got a little weird for a while there. It, it, it'll get weird. Facebook will get weird. After Claim to Fame was done, because they didn't, they just knew me as Logan. And as soon as I said Logan Crosby, I had 7,000 friend requests on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And I'll probably get a, a couple after this. And, and if you just, yeah. you need to send me a message on there, be like, I'm a sugar mama. I will send you $11,000. So I need you to, to know right now, account. my my listeners, the single gals who are here, and you're probably going to get a couple gentlemen too who just want to show you their butthole. And just say thank you. Just say thank you. Even if it's not your thing, just say thank you. Go with God. You know what I mean? Just be nice. Just be nice about it. But I'm going to tell you, these women, I tell them all the time, they have to empower themselves, right? Because they're always like, oh, Heather, help me with some single guys. I go, here's the deal. You got to DM them, all right? So mm-hmm. ladies, if you're listening, and you're, what's your age range? What do you like? I mean, we'll do 28, though. I don't discriminate on the top. 40? Yeah, a little higher. 45? 
50? Uh, my mom's 50, so 49. Uh, 40. and, uh, 49 and uh, <laughs> 49 and three quarters is where we'll, we'll, we'll draw okay, the line. So Logan's looking for love, 28 to 49, because we have respect for your mother. Yes. And God, she's going to kill me. Just, just slide in the DMs. And That'd so, be weird, though, right? If you brought somebody home for Christmas that was as old as your mother, and they were like, oh, you remember back in the day when we were drinking, you know, together? And it's like, that's kind of fucking weird, right? It is weird, but also I think at this point, just live, laugh, love. You know what I mean? But yeah, live, laugh, love. And you then write the live, song. Laugh, Be like, she was a sugar mama just looking for her way out of a divorce. And the whole song is about bad Southern marriage. Mm-hmm. She's devalued. The husband doesn't treat her right, okay? Yeah. And then she meets you at a, at, at, at the... County Festival, Geneva County Festival, right? Yeah, worm. she won the Worm Fiddling she won the contest, Fiddling. and I said, I got to marry the governor. I reached down to pick up that winning mm. worm, and whose hand was touching mine? <laughs> it was Logan's. <laughs> okay, we need to work on the hook. It's not there. It's no, not but there. The, but the but content's the con- there. The content's there. That's a good That's a good first verse. Meeting at a county fair, dude, a fucking single County fair. And it's, oh wait, my wait, God. I gotta, I gotta, we got to put idea. this on. We got to be the promoters. Your kids, you meet at the county fair. You're doing the water gun game, right? You meet at the county fair and you think about her every day. Mm. You go to summer camp. You, you think about her every day. Mm. You live your life and then you go back because you're performing at the county fair later because you become a star. And she's there running the funnel cake you stand. Make me fucking cry. I know. County that, right? fair. I'm a fucking, I'm good at storytelling, dude. I'm, well, that's great. That's beautiful. That's That'll beautiful. make you want to fucking cry. And then the hook, and then the end is she threw a sticky boob at my face. Yeah, then that's it. And that's, and that's it. it. That's Hard it. stop. Hard no, stop. No, no outro. Nothing. No, nothing. Well, what's your dating advice? What's my dating advice? To a 22 year old. I feel, I don't know what I feel like, but I feel like something. We're, we're drinking. We are. Cheers Parker again. Wants, cheers again. Here's the thing. My dating advice for you dating. is you got the world by the ass right now. Mm. Okay? You really do. You're a good looking guy. You're smart. You have a heart of gold. You are a tender man. Okay? And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. You are. You're a good kid. And I, I really, I think you're a good kid. But my dating advice is, what is my dating advice? Well, the problem is, it's like, I feel like I try and give dating advice for young women, but I don't even know what to say anymore because if Jeff got hit by a bus tomorrow, I'd date a woman. You know what I mean? Or I'd be your sugar mama because the, the, the options You'd be my one, sugar mama? Oh, fuck yeah, no heartbeat. All right. We don't I need Jeff to, to be, I need Jeff to be at the Marta. At yeah. the, <laughs> sorry, Jeff. No, he's fine. Do you know, okay, so I yeah. know after, I don't know why, but uh-huh. after New York, uh-huh. when we were up there, I woke up one morning and Jeff's, like his text was pinned to the top of my text. Yeah, like when you open it up, because you were like, he, and I don't know, he felt it. like a father figure. I don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. why. I was like, but I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Anyways, I don't know what why that happened. I don't know if it was because like if I got lost, I'm like, I need Jeff. Where's Jeff? Yeah, even though Jeff was me and well, him were so inebriated, we couldn't have found each and other. And also, Jeff falls fucking... asleep very quickly in places. So like, if you needed him, if there's a nine one one emergency, Jeff's not answering his phone. He's asleep. He's tired. He's done. My dating advice for you is one, you're young. You've got your whole career ahead of you. And I'm not trying to, I'm going to knock on wood, not trying to jinx anything. You need to wrap that shit up. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't trust a lot of these hoes. There's a lot of things going around and I'm not saying it's the women's fault. Okay. It's the guys carrying it too. I would just say first and foremost, be smart. Okay. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I think you should go for an older gal because I think an older gal is going to not get in the way of your career. I think an older gal is going to be like, honey, I'm going to be at the front front row of all your shows, but do you need a Gatorade and a hydration mm, stick? You know what exactly. I mean? You need kind of like a little bit of a soccer mom who's going to show up with orange slices mm-hmm. and a cold towel, but who also, you know, blow you good. And that's, <laughs> I think, that's, I, I think you do need to lean older. You do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling, I, 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 like I said, I like older women. 
I mean, listen, then, I, don't, I don't know why. Older women know always, what they want. Yeah. They uh-huh. are not bullshitting around. They'll make time for what's important. And they're horny. Women hit their peak sexually, you know, at like, I think 35 to like 45. That's when they get revved up, ready to go. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I'm not. I didn't pay attention to that part of sex ed, I'm right. You didn't? Well, we were also like 12. Yeah, so that's like, true. The fuck I had no you? sex ed because I went to a really um, overbearing religious Christian school. Where'd you go? Which high school? Uh, it's, oh, it's awful. They're in the news right now. Oh, fuck yeah, them. yeah, never mind. They keep calling me to come back and like do an alumni thing. I go, when y'all want to fix your legal woes and, y- y- you know, say sorry for the bullshit you did, I won't even get into that. That's a whole other episode. Then we'll discuss it. But fuck mm. these people. Anyways, regardless, though, you got the, the world is your oyster, okay? You got the world by the ass right now. I think if you find somebody, who, this is what I always say, okay? Regardless of dating, and you're not obviously looking to like settle down right now, but any relationship, you should be partners, Okay. When you're, you know, your partners and things, it's not just because you're going to have your career and it's going to take a very confident, strong woman who's not intimidated by the other women who are screaming at you, yelling for you, throwing their sticky boobs at mm-hmm. the stage. You're going to need to find somebody who's confident in herself, but then that it's also a give and take. That's partner. It's all about partners. Mm-hmm. People think you get married and it's just, it's not fucking easy. No. But I tell, when Jeff and I are ever like in a moment, I'm always like, we're partners. How are we, how are we fighting this together? You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. I don't know. I, I gave you actually sound advice. I was supposed no, to say something no, sarcastic. No, no, no. No, I love that. Just and wrap your dick up. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, wrap yeah, your dick do, up. You got to do that. Yeah. You got to do that. Yeah. So what happens now with like the press? Okay. So your song's coming out. Then the whole EP drops mm-hmm. July 14th mm-hmm. called 23 Days in LA. LA. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Are you on like a massive press tour? Are you still on no, the road? We just, I mean, it's good. I mean, I, I don't have a record deal, which is, you know, fine. You, you go I'm going to look right whenever. into the camera right now. I will suck anyone's dick to get Logan Crosby a record deal. My husband will co-sign on it. This is our nephew. Let me know. I'll show you photos of my butthole or my feet. Whatever you want. This kid has talent. Yeah, I mean, it's just like we're waiting on the right... <laughs> I don't even know what to fucking say. Just keep going. We're yeah. waiting on the right thing, like on the yeah. right, you know, deal to come up and, and, and that's it. I mean, but it's like, I'll go on tour, which is kind of a big thing. So like yeah. with Megan, like before her record came out, uh-huh. It was like we. That's when I got on that tour that mm-hmm. you came to to the show. So it was like mm-hmm. you're going to tour for four weekends before it comes out. Okay. You're going to talk about it. You're going to play some of the songs off of it. You're going to play the singles, and that's kind of how we do it. Now it's not. I guess it's not as much of like a, hey, you're going to go on the you know on the news channel and talk about right. your record coming out. It's going to be more of like a, hey, you know, you're a fan. Go stream it. Show it to your friends. Bring them to the show. Kind of shit. And can I ask you now with mm-hmm. this whole game changer? Like I'm in the writers guild right now. We're all on strike because basically, mm-hmm. as a writer, you don't make the same amount of money that you used to because you don't get any residuals because nothing's network anymore, right? right? So I'm curious too, as a musician with the streaming and not to like, you know, really stir the pot, but how does an artist make money now with like Spotify and shit? I mean, off of your your masters when it comes to streaming? Yes. You're not making, I mean, you're not making a ton of money. I so may, is it I mean, important to get downloads or what is important? I mean, it's, uh, yeah, when people buy your song, that's great. I mean, I think for, as an artist, it's going out on the road. Yeah, you get a tour. Selling merch, being on tour. Yeah. You know, outside of that, as like a writer, I mean, there's there's not a ton of money when it comes to, to um like, streaming and whatnot. But I don't think songwriters can, can strike. I think there was a court ruling. I don't know. Okay. We have to look into that. Somebody fact check me. I'm sure somebody will. Well, here's the thing. I'm in the technical other writers guild, so I'm wondering, can I still write country songs if I'm in the writers guild? I don't know. I don't, well, I feel like you... Because Darlene, right. Darlene, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Niners. But I mean, I Gotta think happen. somebody told me like songwriters can't strike. Okay. And if I'm wrong, I'll eat my words. On okay. Shit. But I think, like, I don't think they can strike. 
you know. But I mean, okay. if you if you get a song on the radio, yeah, you know, then that's that's great. That's huge. If you can get a song on the radio, that's but great. having a hit single, it only translates into, I'm people are going to show up at your shows. Yeah, I mean that, and on the side of like streaming and whatnot, if you have a huge song that, that blows up, it gets playlisted really well, yeah, and, and you have opportunities like that. But yeah, I mean, like with Megan, it was like Tennessee Orange got put out; it was streaming great, right? And then she, you know, we went on the tour. It got taken. She signed a record deal. It got taken to radio. It went to number one. I mean, and that's the dream. I mean, it's like for me to release a single that does so well that it, we get the record deal and it's perfect, and we take it to radio the next day. I think, if I'm not mistaken, she announced her record deal on a Friday night, yeah. and her song impacted country radio that Monday morning. Fuck I mean, so yeah. it was just like, and she's when you want to talk about somebody that ha, that knows exactly what the fuck they want when they want it and yeah. how they're going to do it, it's Megan Maroney. I met her backstage at your show, and she was so lovely and cool and just such a badass. And I thought it was also very cool that you were on the road with her because I think she's going to be just, I, well, she's also just so freaking talented. Mm. But I think it's just cool to watch her watch that blow up. Yeah, I mean, it's been the coolest thing, I mean, just watching it happen. Right. And then it's like, I went on tour with her. And then she invited me back on tour for the rest of the year. Great. Which is great. I mean, and she was like, but she grabbed me at one of the shows the other day. She's like, hey, you got what the fuck it takes. Yeah. She's like, you're fucking awesome. She's like, you're going to have all this shit. You're great. And she's like, I'm going to be here for you, whatever you need. Like, yeah. I'm always going to be a fan of you. She's like, I just think you have what it is. And she's been just, I mean, because I had nothing going on. I mean, when I moved to Nashville, I mean, I was coming off the show. I had right. two songs out. They were doing okay. But I remember sitting on my couch on like a Wednesday night watching the ACMs. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. But right. I don't have a deal yet. I don't know what I'm fuck. I ain't got no fucking money. Still don't fucking have no money. Right. But I really didn't have no money then. And I'm like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. And the next day, my agent called me. He's like, hey, do you want to go on tour with Megan? She just called and asked. You're like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And she's right. like, so she has been like the industry big sister to me. And she's like, this is how you're going to do it. We were texting this morning about somebody had said something really nice about me on Twitter, like a, a big radio executive. And yeah. she sent it. She's like, I fucking told you. She's like, you're fucking awesome. She's just the best person. And I'll tell you. It, and if anybody says otherwise, I'll beat the fuck out of them. We'll beat the fuck out of them. We'll be in Tennessee Orange. I'll we're Georgia in, fans. Everybody's drunk. I'll but wear we'll beat Tennessee the Orange and beat the hell. I'll find a wolfle bat and fucking pop you on the kneecap. I went to Knoxville recently and did a show and had the time of my life. It was great. Knoxville's great. Knoxville's a great town. Do you town. know what my favorite college town what? is? Uh? Well, I've never been to Oxford. Well, it's going to change your life. You're going to stay at my house. It's going to change your life. Fayetteville, Arkansas. The best. The best. Fucking what the fuck? I it, was texting Haley Dearman about yeah, it. Yeah. So what the fuck? It's a perfect combination. Shout out of, Haley Dearman. Sh shout out to Erica Jane, Haley Dearman. It's a perfect combination. I, I feel like it gives like um, Asheville, North Carolina vibes because it's kind of mountainous. In the mountains, yep. And then it's like kind of hippie, but also chic, mm -hmm. but also the SEC. Arkansas is the shit. It is the shit. I mean, but it yeah. was like, I literally, I'm not joking. My, this is funny. My dad had retired. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have nothing to do. I'm like, you want to come fucking sling t-shirts? He's like, and hell this yeah. son of a bitch sold so much fucking merch. Yeah. Almost gave him a job, and, but I didn't. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> but we were walking up the street, and, and like there were people that were like there for the show. And like me and him were walking back to the hotel. And like they were coming, and they were coming up talking, wanting to take pictures. They had brought signs that said shit about me and Megan, which was great. The fans were insane. They yeah. did the whole Woo Pig Suey chant. Oh, yeah. Because I said, what the fuck's a Woo Pig Suey? And all of a sudden I hear, ooh, and I look up, and the whole room turns red. Yeah. And I just see hands and them going, Pig Suey. And I'm like, I'm in a cult. I don't yeah. know what cult I fucking stumbled into. <laughs> You're waiting for like Carrie blood. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. From the movie yeah. Carrie. You just be covered in pig's blood. I saw something on Instagram today. It was like, I wouldn't, I'm not brave enough to join a cult, but I'd stumble into one because I'm nosy. <laughs> and I'm like, that's some shit that I would fucking do. And that's how, but I felt like I was in a cult. I text Haley that night. I said, what in the fuck? I thought about one time going to AA just because I wanted to like, <laughs> 
you know, hear people's stories, which is fucked up. And anybody who's recovering would know that that's a fucked up thing to do. But I'm like, as a storyteller, I'm like, I kind of want to go sit in and just like see what the fuck people have been up to. I love going in and doing crazy shit like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's cool stories. You can tell the stories. And you can, and I get a lot of song inspiration from shit like that. Yeah. Like, you know, if I don't, if I ain't fucking, if my brain ain't firing, I'll go find a really bad dive bar. And I'll just see two people sitting on the stool, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking write a song about that shit. That's how I feel about sitting in any kind of, like, airport lounge or sitting mm. next to, like, a Chili's to go at a airport oh, I in Milwaukee. Because I, it, it's just, it's a study on humanity. It's a study on people. And that is how I write I jokes. I think Chili's in general is. It's just iconic. But the I best. I fucking love a Chili's. We would love a sponsorship from Chili's. Yeah, Chili's, Chili's if you're listening. i on TikTok and Instagram wearing y'all's merch and doing, and y'all sent me a care package when I moved to my, they sent me, listen to this show. Yeah. I know that we probably, you probably got to go, but no, I can talk all I about I love it. this. Anyways, I, when I moved into my house in Nashville, yeah. Chili's sent me a care package and they had t-shirts, a fucking quilt. A Chili's quilt and with a I pepper? Had, yeah. And I hadn't fucking went to TJ Maxx to get a fucking, you know, bed yeah. spread. Yeah. Not fucking two weeks, I fucking slept in a Chili's quilt on a fucking couch in Nashville, Tennessee. And I bet it kept you fucking. Warm there's at night. days that I go, well, mm. well, I want to go back to that. And I'll be honest with you, another mm. hit song. I was sitting on the couch in a Chili's quilt trying to figure out my next move. And the next thing you know, I got a spark of genius and I hit the dive bar to groove. I don't know. I just, I mean, talk about a riff. Oh my Bam. God. So I think Chili's Me, Quill, you, and Danae need to get in a room. We need to get in a I'll room. I'll play the guitar. And maybe we'll call Taylor Swift. Just if she's available. It, yeah. She, I mean, she, you know, she's kind of busy, but she has busy. a couple days between. Cool days. Uh, she's only performing on the weekend. She yeah. has a Monday through Thursday. She can do a Monday lunch. She could do. She could do a goddamn Monday lunch. <laughs> She'll be fine. She'll be fine. But no, I had got. They gave me a like a little fucking. What the fuck you put beer in a cooler? A cooler. Give yeah, me a little cooler. Okay. Well, I I didn't have a safe in my house yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And so there was a couple couple months later. I was like, I can't find my fucking passport. Uh huh. Oh my god! I opened up the fucking Chili's, Chili's cooler. cooler. Checks that I hadn't cashed. Loose, loose pills. Loose change. Yeah. A passport. My fucking birth certificate. Uh-huh. All of my fucking granddad's wedding ring that I'm going to fucking wear whenever I get married to a 55-year-old in a Chili's cooler. I- and Because I think, I don't know, I think I was drunk. And I was like, if they if somebody kicks this door in trying to find You know what's you, the last thing they're doing? They're not going to Looking find, at the Chili's no. cooler. And if any of y'all motherfuckers find out where I live, which I'm about to move, so good yeah. luck. And you find the Chili's cooler, don't fucking touch it. Don't touch it. Because I have quarters in there. Lots. Like like $370 worth of quarters. Which is a lot of fucking quarters. Because I took a weed gummy one night and just sat on my couch and I was like, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And fucking add, yeah. $375 worth of quarters. Worth of $370. Okay, well, have you booby-trapped the Chili's cooler? No, but I can hide it. I think you should. I th- no, I don't think you hide it. I think you booby-trap it because if anybody's coming <laughs> into your joint, they're going to know there's $370 worth of quarters in the Chili's cooler. I think you got to booby-trap that mm-hmm. ship, Home Alone style. Let them know. We got to talk about that off air. We will. We'll talk about that. Not, not that we're on the air, but you know we're on something. Logan, I love you. I, I love adore you. More. I think you're up to really big things. I think you're so refreshing. Where can everybody find you to follow you? You First of all, everybody should follow him on TikTok just because he's a fucking riot and his videos are great. But <laughs> yes. you're just at Logan Crosby. Real Logan Crosby. Real Logan Crosby. And then where can everybody find your music? And Logan your- Crosby on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, everywhere you can get music. Hell yeah. And does. July 14th, mm-hmm. everybody stream, download, subscribe, what it, what it, whatever it is. Put it in your back pocket yeah. and sing it to your grandmama. Mm-hmm. Remember, 23 Days in LA. in LA. The EP. 
And and I think you should take us out with your famous quote. Well, first, I'm, I feel like we need, very soon we're going to have a tour together we are. where we're going to just yeah. do our, our country we, songs. We are going to do our country songs, but your favorite thing is I always say, live, laugh, love, love and light. Mm-hmm. At a river derchi, ciao bella. And you always say, tell, tell your, your mama, mama I love her. And I mm-hmm. love that. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Logan Crosby. You can find him on TikTok, on Instagram, all that jazz. Follow good people because you know I know good people and I only like to promote good people. So everybody follow Logan. Cheers, honey. Cheers. You're going to crush it. And I can't wait to see you at the Ryman, the Grand Old Opry, the ACMAs. And, you know, I'll be showing you my butthole on the internet. And that's <laughs> how we like it. Awesome. Live, laugh, love. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Tell your mom I love her. Ciao. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.